If you'd like to learn more about the Texas Radio Theater Company, be sure to log on to www.texasradiotheater.com. Welcome to our 41st podcast of the Texas Radio Theater Company. This is now the conclusion of Cliff Proton and the Pandimensional Commissary, where he will vanquish. Well, no, I don't want to give it all away. Okay. Um, where he confronts Granberry Muffin, the evil chef bent on universal and interdimensional domination. That's next on the Texas Radio Theater Podcast. Gravity. On. Atmosphere. Pressurized. Main power. 100%. Main thruster is on. Check. Prepare for hyperspace, Space Rangers. Ready. In three, two, one. The Texas Radio Theater presents... Cliff Proton Space Rangers! Prepare yourself as you're catapulted far into the future, where everyone lives, flies, and eats out of tubes, where traveling to Jupiter or Mars is as easy as catching a bus, and where a powerful space ranger named Cliff continually challenges the futuristic forces of evil and their assault on good and decent life forms everywhere. Yes, folks, prepare yourself for another adventure of... Cliff Proton Space Ranger! As you fearlessly fly with Cliff into the far futuristic, unfamiliar future, you'll meet his faithful robot friend and companion, Mark One, an artificial life form that's able to do almost everything a man can do, and then some. And you'll also meet his creator, Doc Hetrodyne, the head of Space Science Association, inventor of improbable gadgets, fixer-upper of broken mechanical things, and certified know-it-all third class. As we follow our fantastic, fearless space hero, Cliff, in this far-flung, fabulous, futuristic adventure of the future. Today's episode, Part 3 of Cliff Proton and the Pandimensional Commissary. In part two, Cliff, Dr. Heterodyne, and Robot went to get breakfast at Arnold's when they discovered it was closed. Hungry, they ate at a nearby restaurant called Muffin's IDC when... Pardon me. That wasn't you, Robot. No, Arnold's blew up. Thinking there was a connection, when the waitress's back was turned, Doc, Robot, and Cliff climbed onto the restaurant's matter transference device, taking them to its special centralized kitchen on planet eBay. Unfortunately, Cliff landed in Granny Moffin's clutches. I have you now! Put him in the jail cell with Arnold! <laughs> Thanks to his newly created element of surprise... Dr. Heterodyne and Robot land far away from Granny Moffin and Cliff in a vast garbage heap that once held countless volatile beanie babies. Using Robot's new high-performance upgrade, they try to rescue Cliff. Fresh the accelerator. Drop the clutch. You got it. But 
They rescue the wrong prisoner and leave Cliff to be tortured at Widow Granny Moffin's leisure. We join the doctor, robot, and the completely surprised and newly rescued Arnold as they race away from the jail cell. Where the heck am I? I can't see a thing. Who are you? Slow down, robot. I don't think you rescued Cliff. Cliff? Cliff was the guy by the door. Oh, man, I knew he should have asked. It's not your fault. We're still holding my element of surprise. Get rid of it. I would, except I'm not sure what it would do. I must wait until it reverts safely into tedium. I can't take any more surprises. Say, you must be Arnold. Stop, robot. We found Arnold. Uh, Nice to meet you. Where'd he go? Perhaps I should have said, slow down, robot. He wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Sorry, Arnold. I'm okay. We must go back and get Cliff. I'd love to, but we'll have to do it another way. I blew a tire on that last stop. Twenty-five light years from base and no spare. That figures. You know, you could use the secret tunnels. This place has secret tunnels? That's a surprise. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Round pies? Not this time. Well, not really. I'm thinking that we should use the tunnels to rescue Cliff. We'd better hurry. I heard them talk about torturing Cliff. That sounds like it could be a trap. Yeah. It is a trap. Oh. Well, as long as we know, right, robot? What? You mean we're going to walk into a trap? Sure. It's what Cliff would want us to do. Now, Arnold, please show us the secret tunnels. I've got a bad feeling about this. How can you have a bad feeling? You're a robot. Trust me. I know. This is what Cliff would have wanted. How about some more, Cliff? No! You're fooling yourself. Are you so sure? They won't rescue me. Are you sure? Yes. It's all part of being a space ranger. Oh, shut up. You're wasting your time, Muffin. They both know to quickly get to the next starbase and bring backup. I'll believe that when I see it. Your pathetic crew members won't leave a man behind. And when they come to save you, it will be too late for you, too late for them, and too late for all the other restaurants in the galaxy. Too late? How? Because I've got these. A stuffed toy animal? No, Cliff. Beanie Baby. No. Yes! No! Yes! No! I've heard that the beginning Beanie Babies became unstable bombs after a bit and blew up boatloads of buildings. Basically. That's abominable. I'm glad you approve. Now I'm going to fill all my competitors' buildings with boxes of Beanie Babies and then observe my bank account ballooning with bounty. That's beyond belief. For you, perhaps. Destroying your competition with exploding Beanie Babies 
isn't the way to make a profit. Sure it is. All right.、Uh, perhaps it may be a quick fix, but it's not sustainable. I'm no economics or business plan expert, but shouldn't you strive to please the most people or to make the best product? But we do, Cliff, and we have. See these awards? This one is for Best Eggs Benedict 2288, Grand Champion Reuben 2291, Exceptional Caesar Salad 2294. The same year we tied first place for the Old Gold Kebab Award. <laughs> All of our offerings are first place winners. But sometimes people want a simple omelet. There's nothing simple about a true omelet. Yeah, whatever. They can then show everyone. They can look at my awards. Listen, awards don't matter. Customers matter. You should care more about your customers. Oh, but Cliff, I do care about my customers. You do? Yes, I do. No, that's not right. I care about my customers' money. Yes, that's it. I want their money, and that's why I got into this business. You see, I wanted lots of money, and I figured people have to eat, right? So why shouldn't I be the one to feed them? So you think that if you offer the best award-winning products, the customers will just buy them be- because they're award winners? That, and when I use these beanie babies to eliminate my competition, they will have no other choice. Does the term free enterprise mean anything to you? No. Are you ready for another shock? You're wasting your time. No, I hope that、uh, Doc and、oh, Robot get to the starbase、oh, soon. Yeah, this、uh, this ought to be the place. So now that we're under the torture chamber. What do you suggest we do? I'll bet he doesn't know. Of course I don't know. I'm a fry cook. It surprised me that I even remembered these secret tunnels. I think we should look around for some sort of、uh, door or passage. Sure thing, Doc. Go, go, robot flashlight. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> What is it now, robot? It looks like a latte.、Ooh. I was trying to do a light. It is a latte. Hmm. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Now stop fooling around and、um, and find the way up to the torture chamber.、Uh, Doc, I don't think that will be necessary. Oh, what's gotten into you, robot? Nothing. I just think those two ladies might not want us to rescue Cliff. Hello, Cassie, Brute. You found us. Well, it wasn't hard with all your blabbing. Yeah, we could practically hear you from the next floor. You may have found us, but we're not giving up without a fight. Yeah, go, go, no, robot. Not now, robot. Please don't. Okay, but I thought you might want some more latte. Oh, okay.、Uh, maybe a little one. We don't want to capture you. Anyone else? We're trying to get out of here. That's your outtake, one. And, and, and you guys are messing up our escape plan. It's got to be part of that Granny Morphin trap. I don't believe you're doing this. Neither do we. Really?、Uh, you mean like a surprise? Yeah, a strange feeling just came over us. We finally realized she's nuts. Oh, now, ladies, 
Nutch is not a very nice term. So what would you call her? Oh, tut-tut. Then she's very tut-tut. You said it, Cassie. She's like megalomaniacal. Yeah, she's got delusions of grandeur. And she uses our phone for long-distance calls. All the time, all the time. And she doesn't even offer to help pay it. So we're getting out of here. Well, maybe we can help you. Doc! What are you doing? Please excuse us, ladies. You can't trust them. This may sound surprising to you, but... You mean... Yeah. Doc, I can't believe what you're thinking. Pies around? No, that you're thinking of cooperating with these women. After all, they did kidnap me and blow up my restaurant. Oh, yeah, but look at them. I am. <laughs> Hi, ladies. Surely you can tell by the way they're waving back that we can all work together. <sighs> I just hope you know what you're doing. Of course I don't. I just hope that the element of surprise has enough power to do one more thing. Uh, please come here, ladies. What's the plan? First, Arnold, you and Cassie go to their ship and get it ready to leave. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. Okay, you got it. Brute? Come with me. I want yeah. to see the matter transference machine again. What do I do, Doc? I have a very special job for you, robot. <laughs> friends are overdue. Perhaps I underestimated them. You should never underestimate the power of a space ranger. Yeah? How about now? No! no! Cut that out! Well, if your friends went to a starbase, then I have no use for you. I'm setting the controls to 11.5. Goodbye, Cliff Proton. Wait! Granny Muffin, how did you turn so bad and crusty? <laughs> Weren't you once married? I was. To a man named Muffin? You knew the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. The Muffin Man? I think I knew the Muffin Man. He had a place on Drury Lane, right? I love that old shop. That was our first store. I was so happy there. But you... You can be happy again. I can? Yes. No. No? No. He's gone. No. You're just trying to get yourself out of this jam by buttering me up. No, I... Darn it, I'm toasted. You can't fool me. Now I'm setting it to 13. No, not that. Yes, a baker's dozen. You're making a big mistake. If you strike me down... Shut up. I'm through talking with you, Cliff Proton. Goodbye. Ha! You blew a fuse. There are no fuses. Someone disabled the power grid. Where's Cassie S. and Brute S.? Doc, I'm going to give you a medal. Just so I can take it away for disobeying orders. Get out of that chair. Move! All right. We're going to find your meddling friends, and don't try anything foolish. I've got this stun gun pointing right at your back. Now move. Yes, ma'am.
What did you do? The power is fluctuating. I knew there was something fishy about your matter transference device. Have you ever heard of a little something called a quantum lunchbox? Uh, maybe? This little gizmo you use to send your meals from this kitchen to all your franchised restaurants is an almost exact copy of my quantum lunchbox invention. Except there's no locks. There's locks? No, my dear. I mean a lock to prevent both sides from being opened at the same time, which would create an unstoppable instant recall of everything that was ever sent through it. Everything? Yeah, everything. And frankly, a piece of smoked shaman is not what I meant when I wrote locks on my planche. I, I did the best I could, Granny. Since when are smoked fish part of a high-tech machine? <laughs> Cliff, get over there with the doctor. Gladly. You okay, Doc? You'll soon see. What are you staying in there for, Brute? Wait a second. You're helping them? Brute! You were practically a daughter to me. After I let you see my secret recipes and try my... Special Caesar salads. I'll say I even had seconds. You ate too, Brute. Her salads ain't bad. It's those eggs, Benedict, you gotta watch out for. You got that right. How dare you say that? They're made from an award-winning recipe. Actually, <laughs> I meant you'll be seeing a lot of them real soon. And I also reprogrammed your machine to feature round pie. Round pie? Doc! I don't care about economy. Pie are round. Here they come. Uh, eggs. Benedict. Everything's being recalled. You didn't. You can't do that. I've got to stop it. Help me, Brute. Sorry, I'm getting off this dust heap. Good luck, Granny Muffin. Oh, look. Round pie. Chocolate cream, I think. No! Our pie are square! Our pie are square! Not anymore! I'd love to see her get buried under eggs, Benedict, and round pie. But shouldn't we leave? Absolutely. Uh, come on, Brute. Right behind you. Manual override! Pies are square! Manual override! Pies are square! 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 It's not the best ship in the fleet, but now that we're in orbit, it should get us back to Graffiti Neon Epsilon. Uh, Cliff, I suggest we go faster. We're already at top speed. Uh, why? Because of what the doc had me do. What did he have you do? Well, uh, I thought an X-23 quantum transceiver would work better with a, uh, a little element of uh, surprise. You didn't? Yeah. And she won't just have her eggs Benedict coming back, but quite possibly every eggs Benedict made from the beginning of fancy culinary arts. Sweet spiral galaxies! She could end up with a lot of yolk on her face. I don't think Planet eBay could handle all the yolk. 
All the beanie babies. We need to get out of here. What about that moon? That's no moon. Sure it is. It's too big to be anything else. They have Clash 9 trash collectors on eBay. Waste is ejected right into orbit. Most of that trash is used fiber-corrugated boxes. If we hid behind it, we would have little or no protection. You mean... Yes. It's only a paper moon. We've got to do something. Hold on, sensors show a massive implosion. Critical egg mass. It's forming a singularity. Sunny side up? No, shields up. Hey, what's that button say? Hyperdrive. That's a surprise. Hit it. The planet shockwave is nearly here. Thanks for rescuing us, Cliff Proton. Yeah, we owe you our lives. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to mention the Beanie Babies in my report. (laughs) Don't worry, ladies. I won't press charges. (laughs) Yeah, we patched things up. In fact, we're going to open a new diner together. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Congratulations. I look forward to eating there. You'll have 30 weight, right? Of course. And uh, round pie. (laughs) And no eggs benedict. Well, shall we go now, Cliff? Sure. But you know, during this whole time, we never actually found out what was bothering Robot. Something bothering you, Robot? Well, are you sure you want to hear it? Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, it's kind of silly. It can't be as silly as finding that hyperdrive button. Not really. I, well, I... That can be explained, Cliff. It was the element of surprise. Uh, but... Uh, but I thought that Robot used it back in the quantum transceiver thing. I did. Oh, yeah, but... but when the planet vaporized, the element suddenly appeared in my pocket. Um, how did that happen? Never mind. No, Robot... I'd like to hear how we were saved. Oh, whatever. I'll see you back on the ship. Maybe he needs an oil change. He's been touchy ever since I limited his extranet time. Oh, don't back down. You have to set limits, Cliff. I know. But tell me, how did the element come back? Well, you know that I made it, right? And when it was finished doing its job at Planet eBay, it missed me. And I guess it came back. That's strange. Oh, not really. Haven't you heard? You mean... Ah, an element never forgets. <laughs> Once again, Cliff Proton saves the universe. At least until next time. You've been listening to Cliff Proton and the Pandimensional Commissary, produced by Shannon Froelich and the Texas Radio Theater Company. It was written and directed by Richard Froelich. Production manager, Ken Rainey. Live sound effects by Bob White. And me, Ken Rainey. At this time, we'd like to ask our actors to come back up to the microphone. Jonathan Cooper. Hi. <laughs> Thank you. A.J. Glendening. Greetings, Space Rangers. David Grant. Dr. Larry Groby. I was on. Stop by sometime. Jerry Hall. 
Yeah, hope you like the coffee, Cassie. Pamela Heath. I'm glad to just be able to walk up to the microphone. And me, I'm Ken Rainey. Special thanks go to the Arlington Museum of Art, challenging visitors to think creatively, the British Emporium of Grapevine, and especially to you for helping us in our efforts to keep radio drama alive. On behalf of our all-volunteer cast and crew, we'd like to thank you for listening and have a very pleasant evening. This audio play was recorded in front of a studio audience in February 2006. Coming up next time, Jack Hardcastle, hard-boiled cosmetic salesman, a few commercials, and some other nifty stuff on our new, better-smelling, longer-lasting, and completely all-natural Texas Radio Theater Podcast. Log on to our website for more information at www.texasradiotheater.com. Thanks for listening, and be sure to watch more radio.